Hello and welcome to Chatterbug Streams. I'm Danielle and this is English with Danielle. You might be thinking, why is Danielle speaking like that today? She never talks like that. Well, that's because today we're going to be talking all about the South, okay? We're going to be talking about the South, the Southern part of the United States. And if you've ever watched any movies, um, any Hollywood movies that talk about the South that are in places like Alabama or Texas, you might notice that everybody speaks a little bit differently. And so the South is actually a very distinct culture and dialect in the United States. So we're going to talk about some of the things that if you were to go to the South, that you might hear, okay? Or maybe you have a Southern, um, an, a southern U.S. Uh, colleague or friend, and these are some of the things that you might be able to say to them, okay? So before we get started, as always, let me know how much you know about the U.S. South, right? A lot, maybe you've traveled there a lot or you actually live there. Not much, right? Maybe you just know a few things from you know, watching a George, President George Bush interview, right? He's from the South. Or maybe nothing at all, right? Like, what's the South? Why is it so different from the rest of the country? So go ahead and let me know how much you know. And then I will say hello to everyone in the chat. We've got people from all over today. Germany, Poland, Turkey, Sao Paulo, Brazil. Very cool. Okay, France, Bavaria, very cool. Poland, Paris, Toledo. Oh my gosh, people from all over once again. The Congo, very cool. So thank you so much for everybody for joining. So it looks like most of us are saying either not much, we don't know much at all, um, we don't know much, or we don't know anything at all. And that's totally fine. It's totally, totally fine. Okay, so the South, that's how we call it, the South in the US. Um, it's a collection of the Southern states that share similarities in terms of culture, history, and language, right? So we call this like Southern English, Southern American English, a dialect. It's a very distinct dialect that you might hear in movies, that you might hear if you ever listen to any famous people who happen to be from there. So it's a very distinct culture, history, and um, language that is different from the rest of the country, okay? So if you look at the map, those, all of those states are considered the South, and the ones in red are what we call the Deep South, right? So those are the ones that are very, very, very Southern. So we call them the Deep South. But the entire region of the country is called the South, okay? I myself, hey y'all, am a product of the South two times over. So I was born in Mobile, Alabama. So if you look to the left of me, that is the state of Alabama, and I was born in the very, very southern part of the state, actually, right on the Gulf of Mexico. Um, so not very far from New Orleans, so if, you're, if you are familiar with New Orleans or Mardi Gras, then Mobile is not too far from there. I'm also, I grew up in Virginia, which is also a part of the South, and I grew up in Richmond, Virginia in particular, which is the capital of the state. And Virginia is just south 
of our capital, Washington, D.C., okay? So I am very much a Southern girl, okay? So all these things that I'm going to teach you today are things that I don't say to my colleagues here in Berlin, but if I were talking to my mom or my sister or my cousins back home, then these are some of the things that I might say to them, okay? Very good. So the South is known for a couple of things, right? It's something that about, you know, that makes us very distinct from the rest of the country. The food, any, a lot of the food, I won't say any food, a lot or most of the food that is known as distinctly American is actually, a lot of it is actually from the South. So things like fried chicken, oh, macaroni and cheese, biscuits, oh, all those great things, all of those things actually come from the South, okay? Farming and agriculture is very big in the South as well. Um, actually, that's where a lot of the money in the southern regions comes from farming and agriculture. Um, and a lot of the history is very, very rich there because of the farming and agriculture there as well. The music, country music obviously comes from the South. Blues comes from the South. Um, actually, several genres of music actually come from the South come from Southern singers. The hospitality, we say Southern hospitality because it is very much a thing. Everyone in the South is very, very, very nice and polite and very sweet. And if you go there, people are smiling, they'll talk to you, and they'll just make you feel at home. And then also football. And when I say football, I'm not talking about soccer, right? Which is what we call, we call soccer. What you call football in most of the world, we call soccer. And what you call American football, we simply say football, right? So football is huge in the South, especially university or what we call college football. So that's just a little rundown of what um, the South is known for. So I'm gonna teach you a couple of little phrases that we say, okay? So one is fixin' to, fixin' to. So, that means you're going to or you're about to do something. I'm fixing to finish the that budget proposal today, right? I'm fixing to I'm fixing to go to the store, right? You might also hear a variation of this that says finna, like I'm finna do something, okay? I'm fixing to cut my hair, right? I'm fixing to cut my hair. Now this phrase actually comes from British English, right? A lot of things that we have in the U.S. South are actually coming from British English, and we sort of kept them, and the British sort of did away with that way of saying something. But the idea was that it was to set the, the meaning of fix in Old English meant to set your mind to do something, right? To set your mind to do something. So because of that, we still use this phrase to mean I'm about to do something, right? I have an intention to do something. Very good. The next one, oh wait, I have a little question for you. So what's another way to say fixin' to, right? Which is the correct verb tense that shows this particular phrase? Would it be go to, went, going to, or have gone, right? These all are this, using the same verb to go, but which form gets us closer to the meaning of fixin' to? 
Uh, Ozzy said, is there any known film or TV show from the southern U.S.? That's actually a very, very good question. Let me think. Um, well, so if you've ever watched, um, so Matthew McConaughey, if you are familiar with Hollywood actors, he's from Texas. He's from Texas, and he has a movie called Dallas Buyers Club, and it's actually very good. He has a very nice Texas, what we say, southern drawl, southern accent, and so that's a great movie to watch. It's a little bit sad, but it's a very great film. Sweet Home Alabama, that's with Reese Witherspoon. She's also a southern actress. I believe she's from Tennessee. I might be wrong, but she has a movie called Sweet Home Alabama, and that's a really good one where you can really hear the Southern accent. So most of you got this. Going to is the sort of uh, synonym, or it's another way to say fixing to. Very good. Now here's another one that we use a lot, and this one actually has made its way all over the United States, but it comes from, it kind of originates in the South. So to get on someone's last nerve, right? That means to irritate or to annoy. So you've probably heard this one before, but you probably heard they get on my nerves. But um, in the South, we actually say, they, we might say they get on my last nerve or this gets on my last nerve, right? It's like of all the nerves that I have, this is the last one and you've, gotten on it and destroyed it, right? You have made me so irritated and angry. So if someone from the South says this to you, you know you're in trouble, okay? So how about you tell me what gets on your last nerve, right? Maybe it's traffic, traffic gets on my last nerve, or maybe it's when someone eats my food, that gets on my last nerve, or pollen, right, the thing, that's in the air that makes you sneeze. Oh, oh no. Oh, Claudia Marina says, or to push someone's buttons. That's a great um, alternative for this phrase, absolutely. Um, to push someone's buttons means to also to get on their last nerve. Um, Elfie says, son of the South. Um, are you saying that you're a son of the South? Because if you are, that's very, very cool. Okay, so. The answers are coming in. Somebody said school. School gets on your last nerve. Oh, no. Bad weather, cheating. Mm-hmm, that's a bad one. Bad weather, cold weather, mathematics exams. <laughs> noisy neighbors. Yeah, noisy neighbors are the worst, right? They really get on everyone's nerves. Um, someone who doesn't do the dishes. Stupid people. Stupid people get on your last nerve. <laughs> okay, learning. Learning. Learning is great, okay. Somebody in the chat said, my sister, oh, oh no. <laughs> These answers are funny. You all are very, very funny, okay. Um, let's see what else we have. When children don't make their beds. Traffic when the sun is warm, oh yeah. Mis driving mistakes, yeah. These are all things that commonly get on everyone's nerves, absolutely. I totally, totally get it. Thank you so much for your responses. And so Elvie says, yes, you, they are a son of the South. Okay, very, very cool. All right, rude people. Okay, so a lot of things get on your last nerves. So this is one that you can actually 
this is one that you can actually use when you wanna say you're very, very, very annoyed. Okay, good. The next one, now this one is very, very Southern. If you say this to an, an American who is from anywhere other than the South, they probably won't know this one, but it's that dog won't hunt, right? So it means that idea, that plan, or that excuse doesn't work, right? It does not work. That dog don't hunt, right? So we might use this to mean, like for example, you might, you're, maybe you're late to class, right? You're like an hour late to class. And you say, oh, I'm late to class because my, my car broke down and I was sitting in traffic and I look at you and I say, mm-mm, that dog don't hunt. That dog won't hunt. So that means that I don't buy your excuse. Your excuse is not working. I'm not believing you, okay? That dog won't hunt, okay? Now this one is actually based on hunting, right? So it's based on the metaphor of a very lazy or ill-trained dog. Because uh, remember back in the day, right? In the, in the earlier days, dogs were used to hunt, right? And so sometimes the dog would be uninterested in hunting, right? He might, he's maybe he's supposed to be going after a squirrel and then he just lays down. So this, this phrase or this sentence actually comes from that idea of dogs who are supposed to be hunting and they're just lazy. So that dog won't hunt, okay? So that's another one. Like I said, this one is very, very specific to the South. This one um, is very specific to the South as well. But I would say a lot of people in the U.S. know it because it's come up a lot in movies, TV, books. And so you might say, over yonder. Yeah, over yonder. It just basically means over there. So being, um, so I might say, um, if, if you need to find a gas station, a petrol station, and you say, hey, where's the closest gas station? Oh, it's over yonder. It's over there. It's over yonder. So. Nobody really knows where yonder is, but it just means in general, in that direction, over yonder, okay? So this is, a, this is another one, yep, over yonder. Go to town. Now this is a, another one that's very popular in the South, but you will hear it in a lot of places in the U.S. This one's quite common now. Um, so it means to do something with enthusiasm or intensity. We actually use this one a lot to mean um, like when we go to town on food. It means that you're eating the food enthusiastically, right? So it's going to town, right? Going into town. Going to town, go to town. So I might say like, oh, I had a cheeseburger last night and I went to town on that cheeseburger. <laughs> I went to town on that cheeseburger. It was so very, very good and tasty, okay? So go to town. Like I said, this one you could use with just about any um, American, and I think they will, they will know this one and might even use this one. Okay, so what food can you go to town on? Hmm? I'd like to know. Me, I can go to town on some sushi, on some fried chicken, I can go to town on hmm, some tacos. I love tacos. I go to town on the tacos. What else? Um, I go to town on french fries. I love french fries. So yeah, let me know which food can you go to town on. 
So some people said pasta, kebab, lasagna. We got a lot of Italian food actually coming in. Okay. So a lot of people love to go to, go to town on Italian food. Fried chicken. Yes. Um, forest fruit. Oh, okay. Well, that's very, that's, you could go to town on, on healthy stuff. That's good. Okay. Uh, let's see what else is coming in. Sushi. Mm-hmm. Lentajes, lentajes, lentajas. I'm not sure. I don't know that one, but that sounds, I'm sure it's delicious. Somebody said almost all of them, Mexican, Japanese, pasta, burgers, and a good, and a good drink, baby, a good drink. Very, very good. Okay. Thank you. Sushi and steaks, Mexican tacos, ramen. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm getting so hungry. King prawn. I can, I can go to town on an acai bowl, very healthy. I like it. Fufu, kebab, steak. Oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. I could go to town on all of these food right now. Oh, Andres said Forrest Gump is a Southern movie. Oh my gosh, yes, that is an amazing example of a Southern movie where everyone is actually speaking with a Southern accent because the set, the film is set in Alabama. And so everybody, everyone has a Southern accent. So if you want to hear a distinct Southern, uh, how distinct the dialect is, that's a great film to, to check out. So thank you for that suggestion. Um, very, very good. Okay. Move on, moving on. Now this one, Another one that you will hear, this is kind of something that maybe an older, an old lady would say, but you might hear it, um, you might hear people outside of the South use this as well, but this is very much a Southern phrase. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yeah. And so that means that's a way to express genuine sympathy or to say that you're sorry for something. So you might, somebody might come to you and you say, Hey, I, I lost my job today. My car broke down and I just got dumped by my boyfriend. And they might say, oh, bless your heart, right? It means that you feel sorry for them, like in a, in a nice, sweet way, bless your heart. But now bless your heart can also be used a little bit as an insult, right? So if I said, yeah, I, um, uh, let's see, if I say, um, yeah, I cheated on my test and I got caught. Mm. I might say, well, bless your heart. So it's a little bit of an insult. It, it kind of means that like, I think that you've done something really stupid. And instead of saying, I think you did something really stupid, I might just say, bless your heart. Okay. But most of the time, bless your heart is used. It's meant in a heartfelt way. Bless your heart. And when you, when you say it, you have to kind of hold your heart, bless your heart. Okay. Very good. So that's it for today. Which expression was your favorite? And let me just make sure I've got to everybody in the chat. Carol says, like, I feel you. Um, bless your heart. It can be kind of like that. Yeah. A little bit, perhaps it's similar, but I would say I feel you is more like I get it. Whereas bless your heart is more like, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's, I think that makes it a bit different. Um, more sarcastic, yeah. So there, there, are, there is a way to say bless your heart in a very sarcastic way. Like, don't bless your heart. I think that 
what you did was very dumb, okay? So, all right, so that is it for today. It looks like most of us really love that dog won't hunt. Yeah, that one's quite colorful. Um, and then also people like to go to town and, and bless your heart. Oh, well bless your heart, bless all of y'all's hearts. Thank you so much for joining the lesson. <laughs> I will see you next time. Bye.